shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. Let's talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shattered to Unbreakable. I'm your host, Brandi Babin, and I have a very special guest whom I stalked on Instagram to be here today, <laughs> and her name is Vicki, and she has the Survivor Center on Instagram, and I'm obsessed with it, and um, I'm going to ask her to share a little bit about that and her story with you guys. As you all know, I have a... Um, you know, peppered past that I don't love talking about in detail due to certain threats from certain people. And so I like to invite other people on with amazing stories to give you guys resources. And so Vicki, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you and your audience. Yay. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your story and how the Survivor Center came about. So I was married to uh, a narcissist, a covert narcissist, so basically a a hidden abuser, right? Mm -hmm. So no bruises, but lots of abuse um, for 25 years. Um, So lots of emotional abuse, verbal, spiritual, all a lot, psychological, so much. Mm -hmm. And um, we had one child together. And when she was, when she was about one years old, I remember him berating me verbally um, for something, who knows, something probably totally stupid and dumb. And I was in a slump in the corner of the kitchen crying and I saw my one-year-old lean over the side of her high chair and look at me. And it was in that moment I thought, if I stay, she will never become the woman that God created her to be, like the person she's supposed Mm. to be. So, yes. So, you know, that set me on a course. I left more than once. That was not the first time, right? Um, right, yeah. It, it takes, on average, like seven times to leave for yep. most women. That's so right. anywhere, anywhere in that phase is normal, quote unquote normal. But yeah. <laughs> uh, in 2016, I left for the last time. That's when my daughter was six. And then we shared custody 50-50 for almost five years. And it was hell on earth as it is when you have to share custody with someone who's hell-bent on harming you and they do it now through your kids. Yes, which harms them even more. Exactly, right, and it hurts you even more because all you wanna do is protect your children, live a life of peace and heal, and you're not seemingly allowed or able to do that, right? Right. So while I was walking through this hell on earth, I I would be writing in my journal God, there's, this is so much bigger than me and my, my kid. There's it's so mm-hmm. much bigger lessons I'm learning, you know, the things that I'm doing to help my daughter not stop suffering, you know, healing myself, putting in boundaries, all the things. Yeah. And I, it was in those moments with tears literally dripping on the journal that I just sort of felt him say, yeah, one day you will. And it's going to be called the survivor center. <laughs> so I wrote it oh down. Oh my gosh in my journal. I'm all teary so, now. I'm like, I'm getting all are. red. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I just knew 
And I guess that's what we all have, right? Like your passion to help women too. Like you just know, I need to pay it forward. I need to help right. another woman that's still in the fire, whatever that fire is, right? Different things. And you need, you just want to pay it forward and, and help. Yeah, exactly. I remember telling somebody, I was praying, you know, I was praying to soften the heart of my abuser. Like, just please, just let's all just be happy. Let's all just get along for the kids. Like, just right. like, let's please God, just I know you can do it. Just please do it. And uh, I'll never forget the immediate clear answer was, sorry, babe, you're strong enough. I have to use this. This will mm. affect so many women. It will save so many children. You are strong enough. Your kids are strong enough. His heart has to stay hard so I can use it. It's like the obstacle is the way kind of deal. And I, you know, I remember in that moment thinking like, like flattered, but seriously let's let's not you know like like jesus in the garden like please let this pass for me i don't want it and there's so many days where i just think i don't want it i i don't feel strong enough but at the same time you know if god's telling you something you kind of tend to believe it and and who knows if that voice was really god but i do believe it was and i believe he was saying like you're my warrior you know, you've asked me your whole life to use you for something amazing. And obviously this isn't my plan I had for you, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to use mm-hmm. it. This is what happened and we're going to use it. So yeah, that's awesome that's that wonderful. that was the message you got too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's bringing beauty from ashes through stories of our ashes, right? Of, of exactly. a life that burned and right. had to burn. Right. Phoenix, the Phoenix. I'm so obsessed with that. The Phoenix rising story. Um, Yeah, it's I always say God does not let pain go unused. You know, he will he'll use every tear for good. I agree. That's so amazing. Okay, so um, I in the reclaim, obviously, guys, we're we do a lot of self-discovery. We do a lot of self-development. We do a lot of mindset mastery. And we talk a lot about self-care and I know I've preached and preached. It's not indulgence. I'm not talking about go get your nails done. I'm talking about, do you look in the mirror? Do you praise the woman you see? Do you um, talk nicely to her out loud so your kids can hear you? Um, And I always say my kids will never doubt their value because they'll never see me doubt mine. More is caught than taught. They're always, always watching. And um, we talked a little bit about this, Vicki, before we started recording, but can you talk about, um, because a lot of what you deal with is co-parenting with the narcissist because you had to do that before you finally got your kids away from that situation. Um, Luckily, he kind of downward spiraled, you were telling me. So, you know, you were able to get away from that. Some people... Their covert narcissist stays covert, and they they have to deal with this forever. So I know that's what you help people with um, is this co-parenting debacle. And so much of surviving that <laughs> and thriving out of it is showing your kids how, literally showing them instead of just telling them. So talk a little bit about that piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, we are on the same page where, when that, you know, it comes to that, because a lot of us that are in this situation, a lot of the women I coach or who buy my courses, they're really looking for how do I win in court? And I was also mm-hmm. someone who was Googling, how do I win in court against a yep. narcissist? Right. Right. 
and it makes sense and we we need to walk walk that path where it makes sense and where it's you know possible right to do everything we can there but our kids are suffering in the now so they're suffering if they are you know spending time with the abusive parent right so they're suffering Right. right now Exactly. Court takes so long and, and justice sometimes happens and often does not, right? So Yeah. Yeah. When when and I, I realized that because my court battle was close to four years and people would not come forward to talk about things they'd witnessed that they could have mm-hmm. witnessed to help my daughter become safer, right. you know, so many things. And I just remember feeling very angry. And so when anyone would talk about self care, I was like, Pfft are you serious? I'm so mad, right? Or I'm so tired. I was working so many jobs. So all these different things, meanwhile, trying to heal and then, you know, help my daughter deprogram her when she came back from her dad. So like self-care was a laugh. However, I did come to realize self-care means different things to different people. And to someone who is sharing custody with an abusive co-parent, um, Self-care means boundaries mm-hmm. and modeling them to your kids. Yes. Um, and it also means mindset. So I'm glad you talked about mindset yes. mastery or like, you know, um, so I realized these things. And so what I started to do was, okay, good story. Funny story. Funny <laughs> because it's not story. happening anymore. <laughs> so yeah. um, my ex used to embrace me at every exchange at every custody exchange. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had my arms on my side and I did not want him to embrace me at all. Right. Oh my gosh, how awkward. And, right. And I didn't say no. I didn't stop him because I was so worried about conflict in front of my daughter. Right. I thought she'd been through enough, you know, whatever, I'll take it. And what I started yeah. to see though is she then was letting people like kids on the playground treat her poorly she was watching me be treated poorly and do nothing about it okay and when I came to that realization it was just a huge light bulb and so yeah you know so self-care in that respect was me putting up a boundary as a role model for her and the first time the first time that so I sent him an email and told him to stop embracing me at exchanges it was inappropriate and unwanted So, of course, at the very next opportunity, he went to embrace me. And we were at my daughter's school, and it was at dismissal. And there were kids, teachers, parents everywhere. And in that moment, he went to embrace me, and I put out my hand, like, stop. Mm -hmm. And I was shaking the whole time, Mm -hmm. but my daughter's eyes were big as saucers. And, you know, he said, oh, come on, you don't have to be like that, blah, blah, blah. it's, It's your fault. You're so mean. Yeah. My fault and downplaying it, right? Yeah. But meanwhile, I held the boundary and then afterward had a whole conversation with my daughter about about the boundary. That's just an example, right, yeah. of, of self-care and being the role model yes. for your kids. Oh, you're so right. I have um, a couple more to add to that just for our listeners. to Examples of what you wouldn't think is self-care. I mm. got some noise-canceling earbuds. They're, they, don't, they don't plug your ears. They bring down high-pitched noises. So like Mm -hmm. when the kids are really rambunctious, I've got four, and their age is uh, nine to four years old. So giggling, laughing, playing, screaming out of joy, I guess, (laughs) 
but they're very loud. And when I pick them up from school, it's like it's been a fun day and they're very loud. And I put those noise canceling earbuds in, but I want to add the fact that instead of just putting them in, I tell them things. I walk them through my own self-care out loud. So I get my earbuds out and I say, hey guys, I my nervous system feels really overloaded right now. I've got my noise-canceling earbuds and I'm going to put them in um, just because my nervous system needs a little break. And they're like, okay, mom. And they actually don't quiet down, but they hear that I'm like, oh, she's caring for herself. And then there are times when um, my kids will just be like very irritable and they'll just be like, ah, and I'll ask them, how's your nervous system? And they're like, oh yes, I, I am feeling overstimulated. And I'm, do you just need a quiet moment? Yeah, and so I'll tell everyone, hey guys, can we all have a quiet moment? My son is feeling you know, overstimulated. Your brother's feeling overstimulated right now. And they're like, oh yeah. But it's just interesting to let to their understanding like, oh, I'm not a bad kid. I think there's just too much going on and my nervous system doesn't know what to do. I need a moment. And so um, it's really cool to watch it all play out in them too. Because now my daughter will come home and say, today was a very loud day. And I think I'm just like, my brain is rattled. My nervous system doesn't know what to do. And so it's really fun. Like it's fun to see your own self-care go into your kids too. But it's like, you wouldn't think that telling people, like setting the boundary of, guys, my nervous system needs a break. I'm not mm -hmm. mad at you. I'm not irritated at you. The sound is literally vibrating my nerves and it's making me um, anxious. So it's not you, it, it's my nervous system that needs a break, right? So, and I like the idea that I don't need a break from you as a mom. Mm -hmm. I love you, I wanna be with you. My nervous system needs a break from the noise. So it's like a setting a boundary to physicalities, like the somatic experiencing that you can teach your kids too, that's important. Um, so yeah, so self-care is so not what you would think sometimes, especially if you're, you know, you've dealt with the, some complex PTSD from emotional abuse in your past and you don't right. know that, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, that's to me, like what you just described and even like with a, a real, like a physical boundary that I described too, like we are, that's to me how we're ending any negative um emotional habits maybe that got yeah. passed down from even our parents right True. or what they're learning from the other parent that is like a exactly. like it's it's literally groundbreaking it's like how the right? how the next it's generation so nice. will be different yes 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 and and the more we talk about it the more awareness which is why i'm like oh my gosh i have to have vicky on my show <laughs> this needs to happen um because you a lot of your content stems around um, like the thing that caught my eye is like, nobody's going to come rescue your kids from what's going on. You mm -hmm. are literally the one with all the power to give them the tools and skills they need to deal with it. Not necessarily escape from it because sometimes there is no escape, but to deal with it, to cope with it, to move on. Um, and as we were talking about earlier, this isn't just with an abusive parent they might be dealing with. There's narcissistic people in church, in school, teachers, coaches, um, when they grow up in their workplace, friends, teammates, they're literally everywhere and they can wreck you. You know, I've seen people just be completely wrecked from a coworker at work mm -hmm. that's just like making it terrible. If you learn mm -hmm. how to recognize and cope with it, as a young kid, 
you're going to be a superstar when you get older because you're going to be able to let it roll off your shoulders like, oh, that's a narcissistic person. Don't mind them. You know, I'm secure in who I am and my values and I know what they're trying to do and it's not going to work. So it's just incredible what you're helping people teach their kids through your own self-control and self, um, what would you call it? I want to say self-awareness, but it's something bigger. I'm thinking something bigger. Well, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's social awareness, it's situational awareness, it's, it's a lot of understanding people. So yes, true. Right. And, um, you know, some people will say that, you know, that their kids too young to start learning these skills. And I, I disagree. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> right. Um, and so I started to, I started to realize no one's coming to rescue me. Right and court might help, might not. And so I started to look at my daughter and say, okay, she was starting to chase bullies in the playground. She was letting, you know, she was definitely becoming a people pleaser, which is what I was recovering from after being Uh, it my entire life. Okay. And I thought, oh, heck no, not Mm -hmm. on my watch, right? And this is still where I knew that she was with her dad half the time. So I just decided, like you said, she has her number one bully in her life is her dad. Mm-hmm. But she has bullies on the playground, and she will have bullies. You just use that word, right? In yes. in her oh life. Oh my gosh, they never stop. <laughs> right, right. So I started to teach her some critical thinking skills. You know, asking questions of situations, asking, does someone's talk match their actions? Right. Ooh, I mean, I like that. Yeah, and we even started to use Disney movies. Hello. Oh There's yeah. There's yeah. abuse all over the place in Disney yes, movies. There is. Mm-hmm. And Tangled being like the number one at the time for her. Oh, yeah. And it was perfect because it was an abusive parent. Now, yes, it was the mom, but we used that movie so many times. And I just really didn't. I'm, I'm not saying I come and I came and I was like teaching her all these skills. I asked right. a lot of questions. Very good. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times I'll put out content like what you just described where no one's coming to rescue you and it's all on you. Well, that sounds like I'm almost not victim shaming, but like victim blaming. And I'm not. It's, yeah, I definitely didn't see it that way, but I could see how yeah. I could see what you're saying. Yeah, it's an empowerment. It's an empowerment it's because to exactly. me, exactly. Yes. When we're blaming the ex, we even though they are causing the problem, but when we're blaming them, we're giving our power away because that means that he's the solution yes. and he is not the solution. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That is, that is so perfectly put. Yes. You give the power away when you let it affect what's going on or let it dictate. And you know, this is kind of like over here, but I'm going to grab it. (laughs) Um, I was thinking when we were talking about, um, self care and all of that and like the, and this might lead into your courses, but when you're when you're so focused, we were talking in the beginning, so focused on on the court proceedings that you forget that life is still going on. I remember being so um, panicked about documentation mm. that I would record our phone convers or I would record our, my conversations with the kids. I would take a lot of pictures. I would um, document everything on my phone on the on the app, and my kids started questioning like why does why do we always have to do that why do we always have to record us why do we always have to why are you always on your phone you know and I'm like you know what that is so true there and 
I guess this might lead into your courses, but there's things you don't really need to document. They'll just get thrown out anyways. There's certain things to document and there's certain things to let go. And you can document it later when they're in bed and you're, you know, whatever. But it's, it's, and I guess what reminded me of it is they're taking power by causing, sending you text messages, causing unrest while you're with your kids and they know you're with them. They'll send you a mean text when they know you're with the kids. And then you will, you'll think about it, you'll talk about it, you'll document it, you'll take pictures, you'll plan your, you know, next move, and you're not present with the kids. And I've just had to put my phone away. If he texts me while I'm with the kids, I don't answer till they're in bed. There's certain things, those boundaries too, it's like, don't let them have power. That's, that's all they want, and they know how to get it. And uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll kind of let you, I'll lead into your courses because we're about out of time, but I want you to talk about what you offer because I think it's freaking fabulous and I've, you know, always wanted courses like this. And when I saw yours, I was like, Eureka, this is amazing. So talk about what you offer people. Sure. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is ha- helping a mom who is just inundated and overwhelmed because you're constantly putting out fires in life yes. as a mom and a single mom, and then, you know, having to deal with an abusive person, right, on the other, on the side. Yes. So I have two main courses right now, and I also do private coaching. Um, the two main courses, the first one is called Empower Your Kids, and it came from what we're talking about, all of these um, tools that we teach our kids to handle the abuse, to cope with it in a healthy way, yeah. to help your kids develop a healthy mindset, about themselves, build their own confidence because an abusive parent really demolishes self-worth. Absolutely. Um, And I even say in that course, Empower Your Kids course, I say that we want to take a step back from protecting and shielding our kids, which sounds like, what? What are you saying? But Mm -hmm. to arming and equipping, which I hate the military reference, but it just works. It does. It's a warrior thing, you know, survivor. It is a warrior thing. You have to, and yeah, put on the armor of God kind of thing. Like it's, it's good. Yes. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So in that course, we talk about, you know, um, not being triggered by your ex or how to handle the triggers when the kid Mm. comes home and says an an accusation at you that is like word for word, what he always says about you. Right. You know, how to handle that. Um, And so much more there. And the second one is called pretty blatantly co-parenting with a narcissist and it's a little bit more broad and it deals with a little bit more uh like every aspect communication boundaries mindset and more yes i love that and you know i'm sure it's it's probably not called this but i'm sure that the course touches on a lot of the post-separation abuse that happens because it's everywhere it's financial it's emotional it's legal i mean all this coercive control they're trying to manipulate your children to get to you to hurt you to use things against you i mean um so far as to brainwashing them and actually implanting memories that never happened in order to frame you for things it's incredibly crazy how many times i've been able to say like is that something you really remember? I remember it this way. And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, I wonder. And so now they're kind of wising up like, oh, I'm being told false memories because Mm -hmm. now I remember what really happened. It's just incredible what they'll stoop to to get their way. And it's all just post-separation abuse, which is exactly what co-parenting with a narcissist, that course probably addresses like all those things. I 
yes, I can tell you, yes. I just came across Vicky, but I will be buying her courses. So <laughs> I will be on this bandwagon with all of you. Um, my tax money's coming in and that's the first thing I'm going for. <laughs> so I can't wait to take your courses. Thank you. I love that. I love that. And yes, this is all, both of the courses are about post-separation abuse. And um, I really, really am big on just like you, like we are of the same mind. So we had like a 15 minute conversation before we started. Right. And yes. we really are of the same mind where the wait and see approach that your kids will eventually figure it out. To me, that is like the absolute wrong thing to do in my opinion and in experience, because the ex, the abuser, the narcissist is in an all out war. Psychological warfare is what this really is. What's that's what post separation yes. abuse is. And our kids are in the middle. And mm -hmm. if we don't help them navigate, manage it, cope with it, healthy, you know, healthy ways and decipher the truth from the lies, we are not, we are like doing them a huge disservice. And it's, right. it's hard either way. It's hard to yeah. watch them suffer and it's hard to do this work. Let's choose the hard that's going to make an effort and make a difference. Exactly. Well, and, and like, you know, my sister put it so well, she was like, you only endured, um, you only endured about eight years of this. Your kids will endure their entire life. Learn and teach them what they need to know because I've had so many breakdown moments, especially mm -hmm. in the early years where I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. I don't know what to do, but I can't do this. And my mm -hmm. sister's like, oh yes, you can. Those kids need you too. You, you had eight years, you think that was hard? Try 18. And then also mm -hmm. after that, try having this kind of person in your life when you have a baby or your wedding or trying to decide where to go for Christmas or Thanksgiving and being, you know, completely psychologically abused if you don't do exactly as they want. But then if you do go, you're psychologically, psychologically abused while you're there. And so are your kids and yeah. your spouse. And, and so I was like, oh, yeah, I better figure this out. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> run, you know, they're, they're stuck with this for life. So right. And I know many of you out there with narcissistic parents are probably like, yup. Yeah. And it might come to a point where you have to go no contact. And at that point, your kids need to know that's an option. And how are they going to know if you don't do the research and let them know it is an option? So, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, so important. All of this is so important. So thank you so, so much for coming on. Is there any final thought you want to leave with the audience? Well, thank you for having me. Uh I think it's always good to be reminded um, of what you do have already inside of you because we're always trying to seek something that may be outside of us. Mm. But God's promise and one that I've clung to throughout this whole entire time is that he does not give us a spirit of fear, but he gives us a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. And so we already oh. have that inside of us. We just need to tap into it. I love it. I have a tattoo. I have the, my tattoo is Hebrews 13, 21. I will equip you. He promises. I will love equip it. you. And so I, I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you so much. Everybody go follow her. It's at on Instagram, the survivor center. Um, go look her up. She's absolutely wonderful. Follow her, go on. You have a link on your Instagram to your courses. So go look those up as well. They are affordable. They're amazing. I'm getting mine. So rush to get yours. <laughs> and thank you so much. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Stay sparkly, sweet sisters. Thanks for listening, you guys. I wanted to let you know our website has changed. Our new website is called thereclaimstrategy.com. I think it is so fitting. We also have a whole 
university full of free courses and downloads. So please go check that out. It's called the Reclaim University or Reclaim You. I thought of it all by myself, so proud. And so hop on there and download some resources. Um, also, I would love for you to share this podcast. The more women we can get in front of, the more women we can save and the more children we can affect. I love you guys. Stay sparkly. I'll see you next week.